Hello, everybody. Just a couple of quick notes before today's show. First, a little context. This was recorded on Saturday afternoon, the day after the LRB picnic. And unlike us, but very much like most podcasts, this was recorded around a dining room table with not quite enough microphones to go around. We've done what we can to patch up the audio. Uh, Apologies for the occasional spots where it's a little rough. Also, uh, yesterday, Sunday, was a travel day for most of the LRB family. That's why this is posting uh, a few hours after our usual drop time. Uh, But we wanted to make sure we got it out today, so it has been quickly and roughly edited for your enjoyment. Um, As the old saying goes, better late than pregnant. Am I right? Enjoy the show. Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon. Perfect. <laughs> the show, inspired by the show, That's Too Beautiful to Live, from the beautiful shores of Pipe Lake in Kent, Washington. Let's introduce ourselves, starting at 1 o'clock. Okay. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Bobby. I'm Meredith. I'm Anne. <laughs> I'm Christy. I'm H-Bomb Hillary. And I am Gus. (laughs) (laughs) We are recording from the kitchen table of one Will McQuillan. We've got a few other people in the room here. Oh, Will is hiding over here. Will's actually in the middle of making us some pizza. Will, say hi to the people. Hi, people. Jack Taylor, social documentarian, also here. Jack, say hello. We're going to recap the latest week of TBTL, but probably spend more time talking about ourselves and some LRB business. We'll also do a little housekeeping and how you can get involved with the show, starting with some LRB business. We had a great time at the LRB picnic. Thank yes, you we did. to everyone Woo! who came. I don't remember the last like third of it, so <laughs> please recap a little bit more. You, you complained about Republicans a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. It was drunk that's what i do as opposed to like taking my shirt off or something oh no you were topless dad i wasn't i promise uh we had 25 flavors of oreos and we have oreo oh uh yeah this is a good transition the next thing on lrb business is the lrb 2019 oreo challenge results and as our official responsible adult more Oreos. Okay, okay, get after it. Gus has been relieved to go get the Oreo bowl. Uh, we're having a little after party today, and we took all the leftover Oreos and mixed them together in one unholy bowl of Oreos. <laughs> is it a suicide Oreo? Yeah, a graveyard, a graveyard Oreo. Oreo. Graveyard Oreo, that's what it is. Yes, it's so suicide good. It's a surprise. I thought I was grabbing a double stuff, and it turned out to be a birthday cake, and I was like, Sweet. No, oh, no oh, I'm oh, into oh, it. Oh, I love oh, the birthday oh, cake. Oh, yeah, that was great. The only flavor that didn't make the bowl was the reduced fat Oreos because we're not monsters. <laughs> no, that got zero votes, it's not by the way. What is it? What is it? Alestra? Alestra is not a thing anymore. Let's not pretend. It's well, I, I think we only got them out of completeness, right, Christy? Yes. Yes. I did not buy those. I would not buy those. Can we blame that on Jeremy? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 
All right. Well, we had a very rigorous uh, ranked choice voting process. People could vote for their first, second, and third choices on that. We have done some tallying today. Oh, Christy, I'm going to give you the ballots so you can read the comments. (laughs) Indeed. So here are the ones that you separated out. Okay. Should we do these after the yes. results? Okay. Let me give let me give the results. In first place with 15 points, the pistachio thins are the winner. Oh, wow. okay. 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 I feel like that was sort of a long shot. Like I don't think that I knew that was in the running really. I, I thought they tasted like Lucky Charms. <laughs> so I liked them. There we go. The vote. What? You did yeah, miss the vote. Did you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite from the ones you've tried today? Lemon. Okay. That okay. is actually what my number one choice was. So <laughs> high five. Excellent. All right. In second place, the chocolate peanut butter pie. Yeah. Just one point behind. And in third place, coconut. Yes. Ew. I love coconut. <laughs> it, tastes, it tastes like almond joys. They were good. Yeah. Or almond joys or sunscreen. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, lemon, lemon was number four. Number five was mint uh, slash birthday cake slash the special edition moon marshmallow Oreos. That was Ellie's favorite. Yeah, yep. In sixth yeah. place came peanut butter. I thought that was really dry. I thought the peanut butter yeah. chocolate pie were much better. But a peanut butter. The peanut the, butter one tastes weird. Yeah, the peanut yes. butter one's not as good as the actual peanut butter nutter butter cookies or whatever oh my those God. are called. No, two, two, 2020 Nutter Butter LRB mm. Challenge. Right. Oh, my <laughs> God. Uh, in seventh place, we had a tie between Carrot Cake and the Baskin-Robbins Mint Chocolate Chip Flavor. Uh, eighth place were the OG Oreos Originals, the Latte Thins. I think Mike voted for those, if I remember correctly. And the Dark Chocolate Oreos. In ninth place, the Mint Thins Chocolate Fudge, Mint Fudge, Plain Thin, and the double stuff Oreos. That was one, two, three, four, five. Each got four points. Uh, tenth place was a red velvet tied with Bernie Sanders, who got <laughs> two write-in votes. And then finally, Golden Thins got one point. Uh, Tierra, the disruptor, also brought some Kit Kats to thr- try and throw off the process. And the green tea Kit Kats got uh, three points. And just someone wrote generic Kit Kat in fourth place, so I gave that <laughs> half a point. But those do not count for the official results. So, okay, Christy, lay some of the comments okay. on us. I'm going to need a congressional hearing to interrogate Tierra <laughs> now. Where is Mueller? Yeah. Um, red velvet is good. Carrot cake is bad. <laughs> this is mine. Carrot cake is a travesty. <laughs> also, birthday cake with easy cheese. Oh, yeah. Samantha. Yeah. oh, Samantha. Oh, Samantha. My goodness. Gross. Pistachio was bomb. I think that's bombing. <laughs> yeah. That's what the kids say. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> this is Bobby's. Last place, reduced fat. Probably. <laughs> yeah, well, definitely. Notice it got no votes. <laughs> it didn't. Even place. All the special editions uh, tasted aggressively artificial. Well, that was mine. Mm. That was mine. I agree. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, don't at me about my mint addiction. <laughs> That's Matt. That was Matt. He, wrote, he voted for all the different mint ones. <laughs> um, this is Will. Uh, all would go better dipped in rum, bourbon, Irish cream, respectively. True. Uh, 
The lemon and pistachio both taste like cleaning products. Sad face. <laughs> Some people That's like that. Lemon Diet Coke, when they did Lemon Diet Coke, that tasted like pledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was gross. Oh, oh, I, that, let's that see. I hate carrot cake. Smile face, sad face. <laughs> Who's that from? Elliot. Was it like the drama masks? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Comedy the, car- the carrot cake Oreos smell and taste like unshowered booty. Really divisive. <laughs> I would like to know how Mike knows what unshowered booty is. By the way, this was Mike Frizzell's yeah. comment. <laughs> Carrot cake is vomit. I agree. And then last. I liked carrot, carrot cake. cake. looks like vomit. Yeah, right? Yeah. Birthday is not a flavor. Birthday is not a flavor is my favorite. <laughs> That's my favorite comment of that. But birthday cake was the flavor, right? And yes. it was supposed to be Funfetti. Yeah. And Funfetti is vanilla and sprinkles. Yes, and it's so good. It's my favorite flavor. And I've just noticed that birthday flavor is, or birthday cake flavor is all over the place. Oh, yeah. It's my favorite. I love it. But yeah. it's yeah. what I decided that. Actually, I disagree with the person who said that because birthday tastes like um, um, the, the sweaty... The, the the gross, mushy, sweaty foam at a um, play place. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's it. Yay, it was a great challenge. And Jack, thanks for the signage. Yeah, the signage. Even though it hit me in the head. <laughs> <laughs> Our moral compass just arrived in time. Aiden is now observing from across the room. Good evening, Aiden. Good evening. <laughs> How is everyone? <laughs> Aiden, did, did you have a favorite Oreo from the Oreo set? No. Oreos are garbage and we'll continue to stay that way. Excuse me? Wow. He voted officially for the OG, the thin, and double stuff. Uh-huh. Oh. He's and a purist. birthday is not a flavor. And birthday All right. Aiden and Gus are gonna help us figure out what next year's LRB picnic challenge is going yes. to be. Yes. But Ooh, gummy bears. Ooh. They all taste <laughs> the same. Trees. What? Yeah, they kind of do. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> Tree sap. Tree sap. Okay. They do also kind of taste like cheese. This is all coming from the first new liked Necco wafers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's uh, take that with a grain of salt. All right. All right. Simmer down, children and adult children. We need to get to an LRB weekend <laughs> review. Yes. Uh, starting with you, MVH. The big news of the week is the big news that was supposed to be last week. And that is the 3,000th episode announcement. They are going to do... Three shows in what we're calling two and a half cities, <laughs> Seattle, Orlando, and New York. And I, I love the addition of Orlando. It's such a random city. And I think they, you know, they, they kind of explained that they chose it, chose it because it was in the middle of the state, I guess. But they're going to sur- super serve Nick Arms. And I'm, I'm into that. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, he deserves it. He's so, he's slept in a lot of airports. He sure has. Over he's the done years. a lot of like one day trips to see them. So yes. he deserves this. And doesn't he have a tattoo? Doesn't he have a TBT? Indeed. He does. Yes. Yeah. Who would do that? 
several people who would do that. Now, to be clear, uh, Lauren in Jacksonville is already planning her drive down, and she's yeah. encouraging people to fly into Jacksonville and carpool with her to Orlando. So they're going to get at least several listeners in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And if you're in... At least 10. If you're in Central Florida, this is great for or you. Anywhere in the south is easier right. to get to, right? This is your reward for living where people go to die. <laughs> <laughs> That's about all we have to say about the big announcement. Yeah. I think. Except yeah. for that Luke keeps saying the Seattle show is September 4th. It is not. It's, it's October. October. October, yeah. Months are hard. <laughs> I wonder where they're going to have it in October. I mean, I wonder when they're going to have it in Seattle, because are they going to do the... Luke's strategy of having it at a minuscule place, or are they actually going to like? In they have no idea. Maybe. They yeah. currently have no idea where it's going to be. Maybe. But Gus and I are hoping for Neptune, all ages. Oh uh, yeah. Because he's going to be my date to the TVTL show. And Ellie. Oh yeah. But I guess she would come. <laughs> <laughs> so Gus will have a lady on each arm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess uh, more to come. We can't completely make fun of their venue until they pick one. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming, though. Don't worry. Out of the days of our lives, most toilet paper today isn't sustainably manufactured. Alternatives, bidets, and nothing. Well, that seems to be the direction that Luke is heading, right? <laughs> we'll use water or we'll use... Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Manual wipes. extraction. Oh, oh. Seaweed. Seaweed. That's interesting. That's like a bear in the woods. Wet and slimy. It'd work, actually. I I think the problem is that we're trying to get away from the wet and slimy. (laughs) (laughs) The thing that I'm concerned about is his wipe usage. I mean, I I get it to a certain degree, but like he uses them. He the way he stated it was like I don't use toilet paper anymore. I just use wet ones or whatever, you know, diaper wipes, and that seems insane to me i think he poops too much and i think he uses (laughs) i think he uses too many of those like it's the he said like when i'm when carrie's gone he goes through a whole package when he's gone carrie barely uses any you know maybe a a few or whatever and i don't know i just think it's a little weird he's very reliant on it and I know, I know he is flushing them down the toilet. Right, and we've already yeah. talked to Chris Hayes about how that is a really bad idea. What is it called, like a fat burger? I can't look creates, at pictures of this because yeah, it's disgusting. Was, he was on that show and yes. did the whole thing. Yep. So, yeah, he shouldn't be flushing them if he is. I don't know why. He's already had a plumber over to Burbank Springs. Um, his old, well, not Burbank Springs, his old house. The, the, in, the Mount, uh, Baker Mount Baker house. The Mount Baker house, yeah. Which we may or may not have driven by on our <laughs> Seattle tour. <laughs> I don't know. Luke had an entire, like, half an episode about how toilet paper is, has been discussed. Some kinds of toilet paper is bad for the environment, yes. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yet he uses more wet wipes than toilet paper, <laughs> and wet wipes are worse. Yes, yes, yes. true. Yeah. Uh, we only have to keep going because, well, I want to go drink more. Uh, a listener's <laughs> husband confronted his non-handwashing co-worker, quote, uh, parenthetically, who is a public radio host, who flipped out HR was involved. Who do you think it was? I have absolutely no I idea. No idea. Bob Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It actually it, sounds about right. It's Garrison yes. Keillor. Well, let's it's, just say it's Garrison Keillor. Let's just say it. It's someone who is now retired. Garrison Keillor. Or so. Darley Kine or whatever. <laughs> oh, yes, Darley Kine's oh, a bitch. <laughs> She's a bitch. <laughs> She's such an asshole. All right. <laughs> 
listener Mike, listener Mike told the crazy person to quote keep moving, and the guy flipped out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep, we were, that was at Costco, yeah. right? Yeah. We were talking about this earlier, though. That's the automatic reflex to someone yelling at you. Yeah. And this comes up later, too. Like, somebody yells at you, and even if they're right, your first reaction is just like, fuck you. Yeah, no, fuck you. Yeah. Well, but he didn't Sorry. say he yelled it at it. Gusts he just said, he said, keep moving. I hear worse mm-hmm. at the dinner table. yell at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Putting Phyllis on blast. Sorry, Phyllis. <laughs> Uh, listener Michael watched someone in the bathroom use a paper towel to open the door without washing his hands first. Why? Because his shit don't stink, I guess. <laughs> Maybe he's keeping his nasty to himself, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Maybe he's the guy who's got, uh, like, uh, Purell at his desk. I work at a hospital, and hand washing is a big deal, but I work in a corporate office. We don't have any patient care. Although, they still put the garbage cans right next to the Mm. doors of the bathroom so that you can grab your paper towel, dry your hands, and use the paper towel to open the door and then throw it away. I feel like that's... And I like that. I feel like that's... like And the two offices I've worked at recently, that's definitely been a thing, Mm -hmm. where you can use the paper towel to open the... Yeah, Yeah, if I'm in a busy public bathroom, uh, I will sort of slow down a little bit or speed up a little bit in my hand washing to try to be able to get out the door right behind the person in front of me so I don't have to touch it. I'd be like, oh, just in time to get my foot in there. Although I really, really, really have complicated feelings about this confrontation of people that don't wash their hands. Yes, not washing your hands is disgusting. It's never going to work confronting somebody, especially like an adult person. Like they they don't react well to that. I just think it's not like the most effective way to get somebody to wash their hands by, mm-hmm. like, yelling at them. And Andrew can tell a million stories, well, one story a million times, about the person who left him a note about his parking, and yeah. that changed the way he parks forever. Yeah. But Andrew is the one person yes. that, that would have worked on. Yeah. You can So to take that to hand washing, you can tell people a million times to wash their hands. If they're going to wash their hands, they will, and if they're not going to, they won't. They won't, yeah. They won't. Yeah. Similarly, an anonymous listener watches people park in the accessible parking spots at her kid's school, and wants to know how to handle it without being a narc. The answer is to be a narc. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Call, call the cops, get them towed. They'll never do it again. Yep, yeah. yep. yep. Yeah. And own it. Yeah, for God's sake. Yeah, if you're gonna be a narc, be a narc. Yeah, they can go fuck themselves. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's pretty evil. On a sky jinx, woo. Huh? <laughs> Give me the sky, sky jinx. Sky jinx. <laughs> woo. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you did great. I don't have a little keychain thing that makes noises, but I have a Gus. There's a new airplane, middle seat, that's going to make everything better. It's still the middle seat. (laughs) You can make it wider. You can make it set back a little bit. You can make the seat slide out to make the aisle bigger, but you are still sandwiched between other people's parts. Yep. End of conversation. On to Hillary. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, I, the, the, the subject is, well, that was a dumb idea. Okay. Luke was curious about, and we've all been there. You're driving yes, around. You see a house. You're like, oh, that's like a, that's a cute house. I'm sort of interested in it. And then it just, set, it just has a sign and it says, text me. And you could text the real estate agent and they'll, it's a trick. It is a trap. As <laughs> and what is what is the guy's name? Colonel whatever. Says. Admiral Akbar. Yes. <laughs> Colonel <should> whatever. <laughs> it's a trap. Because um, all they're using it is is for just like cold calling. I mean, that's it's not even cold calling at that point. It's like a warm call because they know that you're interested in some sort of real estate. Even yeah. if you're just curious, there's something in your brain that's. 
peaking a little bit. So I, you know, Luke. <laughs> it's a real estate tiger pit. Is it what totally it is. is. You can't go into it. All you have to do is memorize the address. You can go, Luke should know this. This is the thing that irritates me. You Luke, just Google the address. Google the address. He, Redfin, Redfin, Redfin. That's all you have to do is go on Redfin and it'll be there. It's like, on MLS. It'll be on Google. It will be there. You can find information about it, but now he has somebody, you know, quasi-stalking him. I have this weird thing with my house where somebody will cold, super cold call me and they'll say like, are you interested in selling your home? There's a low inventory in your neighborhood. And I'm like weirdly flattered that they think that my home is good enough to sell. <laughs> so I'm like, well, not right now, but maybe in like 16 or whatever, mm. six months. So the, they, I mean, but they keep me on their list and they'll call you. And Luke should be smarter than that. I mean, he's done his fair share of real estate exchanges. Anyway, and th- we did get, we did get the, um, the um, throw your phone from listener Ann, and it was, does Luke not know how to block a number? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think point. he does. Yeah, clearly I don't he think he not, does. Because that would be the, the obvious solution. Yes. But but I, who was it that said, was it Andrew, that was just like, you just need to text back I and mean, yeah. say, hey, I'm really, I was just That's a That's the first step, and if that yeah. doesn't work, you block it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it was it was a dumb mistake, and, but we've all sort of I have definitely fallen in that trap. But you just need to memorize the address, take it to the computer. Mm-hmm. Moving right. on to who are you? Who 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 who? <laughs> this is the DNA segment. <laughs> uh, Luke's has been looking at all these DNA profiling companies, but he's decided that he's going to wait to have his DNA profile done until the database is, quote, more robust, as if it needs to be. They're solving crimes based on this. I'm not exactly sure. He already knows most for. of his heritage, too, so right. I don't yeah. know what, what the mystery is that he thinks he's going to uncover. I know Albanian slash Irish, mm-hmm. and that's about it. Uh, so they actually get into somewhat of a deeper conversation about this. Um, and Andrew says that the reason that we've become really interested in our DNA these days is that we've stopped going to church. And I'm like, okay, so people in Seattle and the West Coast may have stopped going to church, but there's a lot of the country that still does. But anyway, since we don't go to church, that putting ourselves into these boxes where we know where we came from helps us to form connections and feel like we're a part of a group. And that's why he is not ever going to do it because that idea of putting people in boxes yeah. is not appealing to him at all in the days when we're trying to send the brown people home <laughs> wherever we believe their home is. Well, I... Oh, I'm sorry, Chrissy, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I don't think it's about churches. I think it's about white people wanting to be interesting. Uh, 100%. <laughs> That's why they all become Irish on, on St. Patrick's Day. Like, you're not Irish. Well, and I have this... I get irritated because Luke does this thing that, like, Dak Shepard does that annoys me to some degree because I think it's too much recency bias about... They think, like... You know, we don't exercise as much, so we're bored and we're trying to figure out things. And it's just this is like they've just decided this that like because our you know forefathers worked in farms, so they were so busy working in farms and exercising their bodies that they like didn't think about where they came from. And we're mm-hmm. bored, so we, and we sit at computers, so we need. Oh, like then, we have too much time to yes, think about these things. Yes, that's how they came up with podcasts. 
<laughs> Possibly. Yeah. All right, Cass, you've earned your dinner. You can have some pizza. Yeah. <laughs> um, Go for it. But I think it's just such a simplification of, you know, it's not like yesterday we were tending to the farm and today we're sitting at computers. Like, there's been a slow kind of... Maybe maybe yesterday it was clear what country we came from. Yes, today yeah, it's yeah. Not. No, exactly. Yeah. exactly. There are other explanations. And also, I'm never bored. I'm overly busy. Yes. I wish I was bored. I know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Is it my turn? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is jokes are difficult, I must say. <laughs> um, the New York Times story says, jokes are funnier when other people are laughing. The guys test the theory. Mm. Listener Langley has the best joke. <laughs> um, if the, the, okay, well, they tested it. Obviously, it wasn't good because they were using different jokes and some they knew the answer to. Obviously, it's not scientific. But I can't even watch shows with laugh tracks anymore. What about you? Isn't it so crazy how you just grew up with that and thinking that it was totally no. normal? I don't even think I knew that it was a laugh track. Well, right. I definitely didn't know. But like watching Who's the Boss or Growing Pains or whatever. The... Even Seinfeld and oh, Friends. And... It yeah. seems so cheesy now. No, it's it so manufactured don't tell and me fake and laugh. dumb. Yes. Yeah, like I'll <laughs> laugh when I feel like yeah. it. Although probably when I was a kid, I did laugh at like just the ten of us or whatever. But that's which what is kids not do. funny. Kids laugh when other people laugh. Yeah. But like, is yes. it because? Do you think it's because other people are laughing? Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I definitely, and I have caught myself doing this, and it's an annoying habit. When Dave laughs at something, I'll start laughing at something. Yes, I do that mm-hmm. too. Which I'm like, I'm not just copying you. Like, I just, like, his laughter, like, makes me kind of clue. Maybe I'm not paying attention, or it clues me in to think something that's funny. You're tuned into his emotions. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly how, um, how, um, Big Bang Theory became popular. It's a terrible show. Thank yet, you. Big Bang Theory. Thank you. Yes. Yet people, it, people love it, even though it's t- terrible. Yeah. I don't love it. I don't know why other people love it. You don't love it because you actually know smart people and you realize they don't actually act like that. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, the pizza delivery man is here and Yay, it's Will. Will. And I mean, we have a problem because nobody has any cash. <laughs> What's going to happen? I mean, not to be strident, but do we have to eat while we're recording? No. Thank you. No, no, we can don't. we wait 15 minutes? Yes, we can. I, a plate just appeared in front of me. I, well, I like Gussie, but that's right. He's not on mic. Yeah. We, we will, we're going to get through this so we can eat. <laughs> um, I, I will have a, um, a totally different reaction if I'm watching like a Netflix comedy special and all the audience members are laughing, 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 and I'm like, that's not that funny, sure, you know? Yeah, so yeah. I think that being part of a live audience actually really does, I, I don't know, reinforce the humor of something. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, it worked for Coach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love Coach. Coach was a good show. Oh, good show. Dauber's really though. funny. Yeah. <laughs> I love that he admitted that he was mostly high that entire time. <laughs> All right. Uh, anger management. Um, this was the story of the week as far as our two hosts' yeah. lives go. Andrew was going out. Well, of course, there's a very long, unnecessary prologue to all this about where he was going and what kind of 
burger he wanted and what kind of experience he was planning to have and what time of the day he was leaving and where the bar was. <laughs> Set the scene extremely. There is no yes. detail left unearned. <laughs> okay, but then as he was walking down the street, he decided to cut across the bike lane onto the little grassy median, but he was wearing his big over-the-ear black headphones and looking down at his phone and crossed on the diagonal, which I disagree with. If you're a pedestrian, you got to take that perpendicular mm-hmm. angle across the street so mm-hmm. as to minimize your exposure time. And at just and do that, a little, do a courtesy jog just yep. to get over yep. there. Yep. And at that precise moment, a cyclist came blasting through and hollered at Andrew. And Andrew said that if he'd had the chance, he would have smashed the guy's skull with a rock. Because yeah. he was so rage. angry. Yeah. Yeah. Just just going solid piggy on this, isn't yeah. he? Yep. Yes. It's uh, just snapped. I guess uh, I will read the longest throw your phone we've gotten in a while, and I will do it as quickly as possible. Uh, but I do want to read the whole thing because it's sort of a, a full involved story here. This is from listener Scott. Scott writes, maybe not an official throw your phone, but more of a question that can be read on the air. Yes, it can, Scott. (laughs) First, the context. I bike commute in Seattle about two or three times a week. I'm not the spandex-clad super cyclist. I am the middle-aged daddish type. P.S. We're working on merch for you, too. (laughs) Who is trying to be on his grind. Coincidentally, this Friday, right after I heard about Andrew's incident with an asshole cyclist, I had two near collisions with pedestrians while biking home from downtown Seattle. The first was at an intersection in the middle of downtown. I had the green light and a pedestrian standing on the curb decided to step into the official divided from traffic bike lane about five feet in front of me. (laughs) If I were an athletic speedy cyclist, I would have slammed into him. Fortunately, I was huffing and puffing uphill. So when I weakly croaked, hey, the guy (laughs) had plenty of time to step back onto the curb and shrug at me as I trundled by. The second incident was when I was coasting downhill in a protected bike lane as part of Seattle I call Amazonia. It's the area where everyone on the street is a 25-year-old Amazon employee who walks while listening to headphones and looking at their phone. I was the fourth cyclist in a row biking in the bike lane. In front of us, a typical Amazon employee was walking along the curb, facing away from the bikes, and suddenly decided to step into the bike lane without looking. The first cyclist screamed and swerved. The second hit his brake so hard he nearly flipped his bike and crashed into the pavement. The third cyclist barely... It's like a bad three guys walking to a bar joke, yeah, sadly. The third cyclist barely managed to avoid hitting the second, and I easily came to a stop. Parenthetically, remember, I'm huffing and puffing along. <laughs> While we were checking on the guy who crashed, the pedestrian scuttled off, looking into the ground to avoid eye contact. My question is, colon, I can't email Andrew and Luke about this, right? (laughs) (laughs) Andrew would feel really, really bad, and Luke would be defensive. Either I just hurt their feelings, or I do an entire episode of the show to talk about bike safety. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, if, correction. What did it were, Scott? Correction, Andrew would feel really, really bad and be really defensive. Mm-hmm. Right. Emailing LRB was your wisest choice in that mm-hmm. because we'll actually deal with that. And I had, you know, Austin has slowly converted a lot of stuff into bike lanes. And, I, and I'm frequently a pedestrian, especially in downtown. And I feel really bad if I'm stepping into their lanes because it's like, you know, I get annoyed because I'm an asshole driver. I get annoyed when I have to deal with bikers in like a driving lanes, and they they now actually have devoted lanes to themselves. And as a pedestrian, I'm annoyed with them. So it's like you have to give them some space. I also, 
I don't know. I, Andrew talks a lot about this, and Luke defends him in this way. I know Andrew's a really kind person, but I think a lot of times, personally, I feel like he thinks he's kind of a martyr for being nice, so that when people aren't, like, effusively nice back to him, he gets really upset about it. And I get it, too. Like, I try to be really nice and, and um, you know, cooperative pe with people, and you get frustrated when people aren't doing it back to you. But, like, you can't get that rage angry. Like, this is what I always say about Andrew. He needs to go talk to somebody about it because that is like a, something that you need to talk about. If you feel like you're so nice and nobody's appreciating you for it, then like that's not really everybody else's problem. That's your problem. Mm -hmm. um, and I get a little bit frustrated. Well, why with is it. he being nice? Is he being nice to get it back, or is he just being nice to be nice? Yes. I think that's the, the yes. core of the issue, yeah. right? Like he's expecting something in return. Mm -hmm. yeah. He needs to release desire, just like chocolates to a flight attendant. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> exactly. Well, I used to be a lot like that. Yeah, yeah. In sort yeah. of transactional politeness, yes. and that I felt like I was trying so hard all the time, mm -hmm. and why couldn't people grant me the same yep. consideration? Yeah. And I really think part of it is just a maturity thing. Yeah. I would say yep. it's probably been 10 years since I... And realized that well that's true but i realized <laughs> that that wasn't the thing but I, I think for andrew it does go beyond just arrested development i no. think he does have some anger issues and he's not addressing it in a productive way uh he did say uh he hollered well you're a real polite one after <laughs> the guys so. it's not a sick burn andrew i don't know what you think of it. Then he said that he remembered saying why don't you come back here? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> For what? For a fight? I mean, what's he going to do? He's not going to fight somebody. He's giant. Like Luke said, he has giant hands. <laughs> but he is... He could just go up to that guy and grab him on the face. <laughs> <laughs> but alas, he is a gentle giant. He is. That's He's what a... I was going to say. That's just what I was going to say. He's Lenny. <laughs> I thought it was more of a Hulk thing. <laughs> you wouldn't like him when he's accidentally rude. <laughs> Speaking of, we need to put a pin in this and put it in the parking lot and circle back around it later and all the other jargon. But we did recently have a an LRB wide conversation about which Avengers character we would all oh, be. Oh yes. <laughs> Uh, we'll save that maybe for the next uh, month show. Yes, <laughs> we have we have decisions that yeah. need to be made. I need to Google some more because I you need to watch all the movies, the movies before the end of it. The is what nineteen? Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Sure, I'll do that. Right. Me too. Meredith has this month to study the entire MCU. <laughs> yes. I think I'm, I'm obsessed with Marvel like you're obsessed with Harry Potter. All right, cool. we're gonna like get it. Gus to be our MCU tour guide. Yeah, yeah. Gus should give us characters. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, finally, are we done with Andrew anger talk? Okay. Well, for now, <laughs> our final sort of topic of the week is TBTL friendos. We brought the segment back this Friday, which was exciting because we always like it when somebody comes on that's cool with TBTL, but also kind of distinguishes it from the rest of the week. And it was Mr. Chris Hayes, uh, Mr. Brooklyn, 40 year old dad bod himself. Um, seriously, do you, do you guys follow him on yeah. Instagram? He looks good, and it's always it's always now it's always Instagram stories of him working out in black and white. Yes, 
Oh, <laughs> it looks good. He's dreamy. Already. Yeah, no, he's cute. Yeah. What, he's still going to have a Those round eyes. face no matter he how much he works out. He does. He's <laughs> that baby face. He's, yep. 100% yeah. does. 100%. But um, anyway, he. I was a little bit annoyed because I like, you know, I love when guests come on because they it breaks them out of their normal stuff. Except that Chris brought up trash anxiety and I'm like I don't want to talk about trash anxiety though it cracked me up because you know Chris is so cool you know he's essentially my age and he's he's a little bit younger cool like you know generation x millennial kind of whatever and then he's like yeah I built a garbage shed and then in my house and you know what is it called the uh Hudson Valley Valley. and I'm like oh my god you're in a My different stratosphere yeah. of all of us. <laughs> I feel so sorry for you and your I know. garbage. I know. But, <laughs> but it, we were talking about it, and I, I have limited experience of going to New York, and I don't think I realized like, how much trash really is like a part of New York mm-hmm. City Try going world. When, the, when they're all on strike, too. Oh. I was it in New smells York bad at baseline, and yeah. then when they're on strike, it's times 10. And it happens yeah. a lot. Yeah. A lot more I, than you'd think. I was just going to say, that guy who... What did he build like a garbage? A shed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a shed full of garbage. Like if that's next to your house, that that's gonna start getting stinky. Well, but and I think rats. it's it's also like just that. get it's just out all the time. So I think he was trying to protect it. But um, yeah, that that sounds kind of brutal. I don't know why he doesn't just have his servant take it out the day it's supposed to go. <laughs> 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 It was at least still more interesting than normal garbage talk on TVTL because it was celebrity garbage talk. Totally, totally. <laughs> and it is sort of charming. I mean, he's such... I, I'm always surprised because he is like this very important person. You know, my parents watch Chris Hayes and, you know, I know people are very into him and he likes TVTL. It's so weird to me that yeah, I'm like, what, what are you doing? Slight <laughs> character defect. Yeah, I know. I enjoyed it when he was like, did you get the pictures I sent you of my garbage shed? And Andrew was like, oh, yeah. yeah. And he was like, you were garbage sexting me. <laughs> but I like that his wife is like, no. Like, you need to like let it go. Like, this is too much of an obsession for you. Dave sort of gets like that, too. He's like, they didn't take them, whatever. And I'm like... It's going to be okay. Relax. There's uh, one, it's yeah. coming next week. I don't like the idea of what Chris did was buying that uh, top of the car plastic yes. container and Ugh. just hauling the trash back Brody. to the city. No. Just I mean, that's what we have to do at the cabin. Go to the dump. Yeah, mm-hmm. go to the dump in your town. There is obviously one. You do that at Castle Danger? Yes, we do at Castle <laughs> Danger. <laughs> There's no garbage. You have to right? haul the trash yeah. out. Oh, I don't want to deal with the garbage or the septic tank. No. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's too much like physical labor for that. That's gross. No. Why would you ever want a place to go and relax where you have to go and like mow the lawn no. and trim the branches no. and paint That's the house? Relaxing. No. 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 That's why we come here so Will does it. <laughs> uh, final thoughts. That's a good spoof slash. I can't believe you told that joke. Christy? Langley. <laughs> Langley. The, best, the best joke was what do you call a head with no nose and no body? Nobody knows. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one, though. Yeah, it was so better than any dad joke that they told. Yeah, by yeah. far. I'd like to know if she read it somewhere, if she invented it. No, I bet she read. And, it. and for con- for context for our non-DBTL listeners, this was five-year-old. Yes, Langley. Yes. 
calling in she on the voicemail adorable. line. Yeah. She has called yeah. in several times now and does not like DBTL. <laughs> <laughs> but likes I love that leaving she was signing voicemails. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because she says so she's famous on a podcast. <laughs> Do Luke and Andrew even know that she doesn't like TBTL? Yes. yes. I think they've yeah. noticed. She just sends in... <laughs> Her amazing jokes to taunt them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think so. It's like, I'm good for you. <laughs> All right, I've got to eat this pizza. Can we? Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's calling. I, uh, let's do a little... Um... Wait, must listen. Oh, must listen. I think the must listen this week was Thursday because they actually had listener interaction and they should do this about three to four times a week. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I, they were doing a V-mail frenzy and we all know their frenzies never live up to the name, but they yeah. actually four? had four voicemails. Which yeah. for them is to. an excessive it amount of so voicemails. Yeah. It was great. I heard so many people coming, so many people came up to me and said that it was their favorite one. They loved it. People were commenting on the Stens page. This is what they should be doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to get picky about it, let's say uh, voicemail leavers, yeah, why don't you trim it down a little bit <laughs> before you call? If you ever get to the point where you get cut off and have to call back, yeah, you're done. You're yeah. done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Bobby? Okay. Housekeeping. <laughs> yes. Ooh. Very this good. Very good. Yeah, you can buy things from us at littleredbandwagon.com. You can archive for us. Drop us a line. Christy, what's the best way to reach you about the archive project? Um, our email. Okay. <laughs> then that's littleredbandwagon at gmail.com. You can buy things from Amazon, and we get pennies by shopping through littleredbandwagon.com slash Amazon. Earbuds and earworms this week. Uh, Amy's any, actually here. I, say, I you know. want to yell out the window? <laughs> If only we had time for her to explain the convoluted subject that is this week. No, it's uh, first date songs with a lot of emotional attachments. But not lovey-dovey. Right. Right. Or maybe it is. I, know, maybe I don't understand. understand. I think it depends on what kind of date you're looking for. Uh, just go listen to it. Yeah, it's great. Amy's great. This is the first time I met her, and she's she's awesome. Um, okay, get involved. The website is littleredbandwagon.com. Um, as you know, our other website is throwyourphone.com. Keep sending them in for your throw your phones or hug your phones, what have you. Um, join us on the Facebook page. We we had a you know sort of aborted mission of doing a live show. So if you want to see some like old people trying to figure out technology, go check it out. But we tried. We tried. It was the the, the Wi-Fi was dubious up there so you can see jeremy's face like (laughs) (laughs) and me drunkenly yelling things so Uh, that's fun some of the audio from that exists and if we can figure out a way to make it usable maybe we'll We'll, we'll publish it (laughs) yikes okay but it was funny and and also jack took some really great pictures i they don't all make me want to kill myself so that's good like they were fun candids so go check that out. Um, the show Twitter is at LRB Podcast. Email us at littleredbandwagon at gmail.com. Christy, especially, if you want to do some uh, <laughs> recapping. Um, send us a voice memo. Um, I think it's really easy to do it and almost easier than calling a voice memo because you can perfect it as much as you want. You um, did it from Budapest. Budapest and Dallas. <laughs> um <laughs> And fax Bobby your butt at 617-354-8513 or your colon, what have you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we all, we, we'll take any body part, I guess. Hillary's phone number is... <laughs> 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 
that my parents don't have a, a fax. My dad wanted me to clarify that, so you can't fax me or oh, my parents. Okay. Um, For the love of God, Christy, <laughs> Christy, please get us out of here. Until next time, this is the next party. And we love you, Mike, even if you couldn't make it today to be with us because you're too busy I mean, spending time dead. with your he, Mike's family. Mike's alive. <laughs> I was about to because he was but too busy. He's busy. Right. Okay. Mike is busy. <laughs> yeah, okay. Hey, can we all? Yeah. Yes. Sure. Give, it, give it to the kid. He's we been here clap, working. Though. We can all do it. All right. We'll, 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 we'll all clap. We'll clap and then you do. You yeah. know, all, right. Ready? Yeah. all right. You hold this because you're going to need it. Okay. So three, two, two one. Nailed it. Yeah. That the one time we don't need to sync the tracks, we nail a sound effect. <laughs> All right, let's go get in the water. Yes! Yay! You know, recycling is dead in this country. I forget what podcast I was listening to about how recycling has become too expensive recently and the cost of recycling plastic has gone up. And, and there was this specific discussion about peanut butter jars and how it takes more water to rinse out a peanut butter jar than it's worth to recycle the plastic, depending on where you are in the country. Interesting. And I'm wondering if the same thing applies to bidets because it's basically peanut butter jars. <laughs> Bobby, strike one. Yeah, that's 